right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, obviously, I've been doing a lot of college football videos with my good friend Chris, or by myself. It, it honestly just depends. But um, over time, I have wanted to segue into other sports. College football may be my favorite sport, but uh, the NBA is my second favorite. I do watch the NFL, and I watch baseball here and there. And um, now is not the best time for an NBA podcast. Uh, I started off during the fi- I think like the finals are still going on when I start the college football one. I didn't want to start then, but um, the the off season's about to start. Um, they'll allow trades to start in a few days. So I thought, you know, now's as good of a time as any to really get to talking about you know some of these uh, free agency moves, the draft, all this stuff. And um, before I get started, I have my good friend Keenan with me. Keenan, uh, say what's up. Hello, how you doing today? All right. Um, I don't know why you asked the question. I was asking how you doing. Was like, no, how you no, doing no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But I, like, I couldn't tell if you're talking to me or the audience. Anyway. Oh, I'm talking to you. <laughs> All right. Um, but obviously, there's a lot of free agency stuff. And um, we'll, any big move, we'll probably, I'll talk about you know each move one by one. And some of the smaller moves, you know, I could put like four of those in a, in a video. But um, the first thing that's really that we have, uh, earlier today it came out that the Phoenix Suns and OKC Thunder – are in trade talks for Chris Paul. Keenan, I know you're a pretty big Chris Paul fan, right? I love Chris Paul. Yeah. I, I'm. My issue with Chris Paul wasn't with him as a player. It was just the always injured thing. And, um, yeah, just really just the you always injured thing. And, yeah, like the lack of playoff success. And a certain, and yeah. I, I just was, you know, me being a huge Steph Curry fan, um, which is weird that I'm even, like, thinking about that because – Let's be honest, Chris Paul's not a threat to Steph Curry's legacy in terms of, like, the all-time thing. Like, Steph Curry passed him up a while ago. So, like, me being weird <laughs> about that. But, um, yeah, obviously, you know, Chris Paul was with OKC. Um, I thought it was a really successful year. You would agree, right? 100%, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I mean, I don't remember, um, but I know we did talk about basketball stuff before the season started. And I imagine we both had OKC towards the bottom of the West um, coming in this year. They ended up making the playoffs. They took Houston all the way to a game seven. Um, they unfortunately lost. But it was a successful year. Obviously, Chris Paul, really to me, I think this was this is the best I've seen Chris Paul really ever um, in terms of just he played all year. He was healthy. He, I mean, this is, this is prime Chris Paul, which is kind of weird to say at this point in his career. But he just needed to be out there healthy. He needed a new situation. Houston just wasn't it. And it was a successful year. Obviously, you know, credit to all the, to Shea and all those guys. But, you know, OKC's in a really interesting position. Um, obviously, you know, normally you could look at it like, oh, you trade Chris Paul and you tank. But OKC doesn't have to tank. They have, like, five picks from um, Portland. I'm sorry, five picks from Portland. They have five <laughs> picks from, uh, like, um, L.A. And they have picks from Houston that, you know, obviously um, – to the point where it's like you don't have to trade anything. They have so many draft picks in the future. Obviously, they have a guy in Shea who I, I think can be the, the centerpiece of a of a um, rebuild. I don't know if he's good enough to ever be the main guy on a championship team, but I really, really like Shea. Um, he had a career year as well, and only his second year, may I add. But, yes, um, just getting back to it, um, Chris Paul does want to be on a winning team, and I feel like there's a lot of teams that could use him. And, obviously, the Suns are the first team. That were on that list. So let, let, let's talk about the Suns, Keenan. Um, for one, do you, right. do you think this is a good fit? Um, I do, but they'd have to get rid of Rubio because, like, I feel like Chris Paul and Rubio kind of have this a similar game, even mm-hmm. though Chris Paul is obviously better. 
Right. They're both a pass-first point guard, you know, good on solid on defense, I should say. Right, they're, right. they're both good. Yeah, they're both good defenders, I would say. But their, their game is definitely the same, and I feel like if you have two point guards doing the same job, they're not getting versatility off your bench. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the real reason I think they would have to move off of well, it, it's interesting. He he is their second highest paid player at seventeen million. Um, for this upcoming season, um, for next for the next two years, he's at about seventeen million. Um, so I do think his contract will be in the move. The Suns do have some money to play with, so depending on how they time all of this, they could also sign somebody. Obviously, Phoenix they're very optimistic after that eight and zero. They're eight and zero in the um bubble. Uh, I'm I'm honest. I'm not. I'm not. I don't not a believer that that's this is just a new Phoenix Suns team. I do think they're better. And I do think Monty Williams is the right coach, but just the idea that they're just automatically going to be a playoff team with this group, I think, is asking a lot. Unless Aiden makes the jump, which I think he could make. Um, but yeah, Ricky Rubio would have to be in the move. Luckily for them, they have all their draft picks, so I imagine you know maybe a first or two, and Rubio, and then they they have so much money. Um, but I would imagine. OKC would really want Kelly Oubre. He's only he's only got one year left, um, and that does suck. Like Oubre was a very good scorer, sixteen, seventeen a game, but at the same time, you still have Mikael Bridges, you still have Cam Johnson. Those guys can fill that role well enough, and it, you and you won't really need Oubre's shot creation just because you're going you're losing him, but you're gaining Chris Paul, so you're gaining somebody else who can dribble. Um, obviously exactly. Ricky Rubio was huge for them. They just lacked before Rubio got there. They lacked somebody who could just do like simple things like throw entry pass and stuff. But, um, you know, adding him in, that's big. Um, like they're committed to 93 million next year. The cap they're going to have, that's like fifth. That'll give them like a little, like 15 million. Um, but then obviously with the trade, like they can make this trade work. Um, it's worth noting Chris Paul is going to be getting paid. Forty-one million dollars, which is a lot of money, and if that it, is a lot of money. And for an aging, if for aging point guard, and he was sure he was healthy, but like, is it? Just, it's very dangerous to just assume that's who Chris Paul is. I would say, like, yeah. to just assume the Chris Paul we just saw with the health thing, with everything, is just the guy who we're going to see over the next few years. That's that's not fair. But I, I like the fit. I can just see him and um, Booker playing really well together. Um, that if they get him, this is a playoff team. I mean, this roster is better than OKC's roster. I'd feel just off Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton alone. Uh, I I beg to differ. I think the Thunder have a better roster because they had Gallinari, Schroeder, uh, you know, Lugans Dort. You know, he played pretty well in the playoffs. Well, yeah, he played better in the playoffs. But I'm saying from a regular season standpoint, of just like trying to get in the get in the playoffs. Um, Dort wasn't that big. I mean, I'm just going off the. Okay, I'm very high on Aiden. Like, I I would think I would say Aiden's better than Stephen Adams, and if he's not now, he he will be next year. And I think Booker's obviously better than anybody OKC had too. Like, like so much better. He's a superstar. He's he'll be the number one guy even with Chris Paul there. And I think Cam Johnson's a good Cam Johnson. McCall Bridges would be um. Good role players. I mean, it's worth noting. Um, OKC could very well want one of those guys, but maybe it'll be uh, Ubre, especially because of the money thing. It might have to be Ubre, but yeah. Uh, see, I mean, I would rather have. I mean, Cam Johnson 
was just coming off a rookie year. He's old. He's the same age as Ubre, but I would love to have him or Bridges. But at the same time, Ubre is a better player, and if you get him, you know you can always, you know, you have his bird rights. You can try to, you know, resign him. Um, so yeah, I think the pick would have to be uh, Ubre, Rubio, and then a pick or two. And if Ubre is not in the move, then maybe two picks, and then maybe it'll be a pick and then like a a pick swap. I don't think it'll have to be too too much. But um, the next team I want to talk about, Keenan. The Milwaukee Bucks, um, very different situation. The Bucks mm-hmm. are a title contender. They had a disappointing end of last season, and as we, we both know, they have they have to be good this year if they want to keep Giannis. That's the growing belief. Um, they have to really really make the finals, and honestly, maybe even lose, maybe even win it. I'm sorry, not lose it uh, to keep Giannis. What do you think? First of all, do you think losing Giannis is really uh, like some like really a threat of happening, or do you think he's staying? Like for sure. Um, I most definitely think it's a possibility of him leaving. Mm-hmm. I don't know what team. I mean, I've heard Golden, to be honest, to Golden State as a big. Yeah, I don't think he'd do that. But I think it's Miami you know, or I mean, Toronto. Maybe Toronto. That's, Mar- a, that's Miami a good option Toronto. for him. Miami. But uh, I think I think he'd stay. I, they just have to put the right pieces around him because. Uh, I don't think Eric Bledsoe is that good anymore after this season. Yeah, I don't think Eric Bledsoe is pretty Bledsoe's high on Eric Bledsoe, but now I'm just kind of. Yeah, I mean he's not a bad player, but he's just not. No, he's no, not, no, He's not the guy. They lack shot creation. I mean, a lot of the stuff that happened in that Miami series, they honestly just got out coached, and they didn't fire. They decided not to fire Coach Bud, which I, I probably would have fired him. But you are like really playing with fire because if Giannis really likes Coach Bud. And it's like, well, now you fired the coach I like. And then if you lose, he's for sure gone. Because, like, not only did you fire a guy I lost, we didn't get any better. But, yeah, obviously, so um, any big player, the the Bucks are going to be in the rumor mills. I'll be honest. If I'm the Bucks, I'd rather just get Drew Holiday when you factor in the money thing. Because if Giannis leaves anyway, you're screwed. I, would, I think Drew Holiday is a better fit yeah. for this team. Um, But I think, one, I, would, I might just rather have Drew Holiday just based off the contract aspect. Um, as far as how this move would have to work, it would have to be Bledsoe, Lopez. I'm looking at these contracts now. Bledsoe, Lopez, and Ilyasova. Ilyasova, I'm going to say Ilyasova would 100% be in the move. And, I mean, that's three things that OKC wouldn't even want. So now we're looking at a draft pick. And the Bucks, they have... I just lost it. Um, they do have, so they they have um, Indiana's twenty fourth pick. They don't have their own pick, but they have their own next year. And because of the stipend rule, they can't trade that pick next year. But they can twenty twenty two. It's a it's protection, and they only get it if it's between one through ten. So they won't get it. So I mean, yeah, we're looking deep in the future. Um, second round picks don't really have value. So that, the move there just isn't there. Um, they could easily get Drew Holiday, I feel. Um, yeah, most definitely. But the move, I just don't see a, a move that really makes sense for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, which, I mean, is is kind of fine to me. Um, the next team I want to talk about without even, like, looking at the roster and stuff, just because I think it's so unlikely, but I, it's only right we talk about it as the Lakers. I, I, I say no mm-hmm. way. I don't see I don't see how they can even attempt to make it look uh Chris Paul? 
Yeah, I don't see how. No. The, the contracts just don't fit up. Yeah, and it's like, what do the they Lakers... They have to give up their entire, entire team. The Lakers would have to and... give up Danny Green. Okay. Casey, KCP. Okay. You imagine Kuzma would have to be in the deal, and maybe uh, Talon Horton Tucker, because he was a rookie. You know, maybe they'd be interested in that. And then you also don't have draft picks. Um, yeah. That you can trade, because again, stipend rule. Stipend rule, right? You can't trade back-to-back year picks from back-to-back years. Which would obviously make this easier. And it's just not I mean, Danny Green has fourteen mil, KCP has eight mil. That gets you half, like halfway there. Um Yeah. Well a little more, because you don't have to get completely you don't have to completely match the forty one. You gotta well, no, they're they're about in the luxury tax. So actually they're very close to the luxury tax. So I guess you do have to match it. Um and even just looking at the money they have guaranteed next year, and that's assuming they let Dwight, Dudley JR Waiters, Costas, like all They're these probably guys. Probably gonna let Jared Dudley walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just looking at who's a vet, but at a certain point, and again, they can sign those guys after Chris Paul is gone because of you know, um, they were already on the roster, so they can go as much over the cap as they want. But yeah, yeah. That, I don't. That move's not even there. The next one I do want to talk about is a very uh, interesting one, and it's the New York Knicks. It looks like the Knicks are going to try to contend. Do you, like, what are your thoughts on that? Just the Knicks trying no, to like it's not it's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. Like mm-hmm. Kevin Knox is no. a bust. He's he's a bust. He's pretty Dennis bad. Smith isn't good. Neil Dennis Smith Jr. Good. is easily one of the worst NBA players in the league. I think I have said he's the worst player in the NBA. Um Mitchell Robinson's good. I like Damon Dodson. Mitchell Robinson's really good. He's had a he's had a great year. Yeah, I like Damon. And I think I'm not a huge Tom Thibodeau guy, but Tom Thibodeau's good with coaching bigs on D. And I mean, there there you go, really. I, I think that's a good uh, fit. Um, oh, they still have Julius Randle, too. Julius Randle, Bobby Portis, who would have to be in this move, may I add. Um, they have Mo Harkless. I imagine he just leaves. He's um, His contract's up. Uh, and obviously, R.J. Barrett. And I feel bad for R.J. This was, I mean, he played with no shooting. Like The, the only shooters on this roster is Harkless, Portis, and kind of shoot. Uh, Ellington can shoot. That's kind of in Bullock. Like it, it just wasn't. You know, this team is isn't built for around him, and he wasn't put in a position to be successful. So although he had a, a shaky rookie year, I'm gonna let a lot of things slide just because of the type of player he is. He needs shooting around him, and he just needs stability. Yeah. And the Knicks are like that. In terms of the idea of the Knicks contending, I don't like it. I do think the idea of them just being good, and then the idea that the Knicks being like an eight C and like. R.J. Barrett is like one of the emerging stars in the league. The idea that that's enough for a a player to then sign there, I I don't even think that's. I mean, you know, the Knicks are always going to go after free agents because of New York, but I'm not even sure if that's really enough. Um, I do like Randall, and I do basically on this roster. I like R.J. Obviously, I like Randall. Yeah, and then like there's role players, which whatever, and then I like Mitchell. Like Mila Quina. No, I don't like Nilakina. I'm I'm you like Nilakina? I'm I'm or Steph Curry's nickname. Nigalina. Um I'm the only yeah, one. I'm I can't the only say one. That, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the only one who can say that. Um Yeah, I'm 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 been off the Frank uh the Frank team. Dennis Smith, no. And then, so I guess the uh, we can talk about what the trade will have to be, right? Kevin Knox, for sure. Their pick this year, which is the tenth pick. The tenth pick this year, eh. I mean, there, there, who knows? I, the best player in this draft will probably be somebody taken outside the top five. 
So they very well could be passing yeah. up on like a, a really good player. But I mean, it that's the risk you take when trading anything. Um, and yeah, I I don't know. I just don't think Chris Paul is the guy. If they want to get somebody, fine. I know Russell Westbrook was another rumored thing. I think everything we've said about Chris Paul in terms of the age stuff and the injury stuff, you can basically say about Westbrook, um, which is kind of a scary yeah. thought. Um, but, yeah, I don't love that fit either. Is there any other team that you think uh, you could really see Chris Paul getting moved to, good or bad? Because it, it doesn't have to be a title contending team, may I add. I'm just looking around. I mean – he could he could fit on any team just because of his play style. Yeah, but not any team can um, trade for him. So we gotta be realistic. I would love I would love to see him come to the Pistons, but he wouldn't be able to wear number three. So I don't <laughs> think he'd be able to come. <laughs> just the number three um, thing alone. Well, I mean, that's like his whole signature. I'd love to see him to the Pistons, but I just doubt it. I don't it doesn't no, it doesn't make any sense. The Pistons wouldn't do that. Yeah, and, and the money wise like, uh, they don't make moves ever. Yeah, but I'm getting this move doesn't do anything for you either. So even if they did make moves, I would hate that. Um, obviously, the Pistons were a good team. I would love it. Um, you you want to hear Maybe an interesting? Utah? Sure. No, the the Con- Mike Conley's there. I don't. I would just stick with Conley. He was yeah, he was Conley's he was terrible. streaky. He was really bad at the beginning of the season, and then good later in the season. I I would just stick with Conley. Utah isn't like basketball pur- purgatory, which is not being good enough. But like they're like in that middle ground. Here's a team yeah. nobody's talking about, and this isn't a title contender, but I like to fit the Bulls. The Bulls, yeah. They need they need a point guard badly. They just need somebody who can like run an offense, pass, and make entry passes, run a pick and roll, all that stuff. Chris Paul yeah, can do Chris all that. Dunn and Kobe White, as long as they're good, they're not. I don't think they're starters yet. Kobe, Kobe White, Kobe White had like a he month where he was like like insane. But, yeah, dropped like thirty a game. Yeah, that that was cool, and I think Kobe White is going to be a, a pretty good NBA player. Um, I just right really now, like, I don't think he's that guy. I'm a huge fan of Wendell Carter Jr. I don't think he's like a star or anything, but I just think he's like one of the better like young big men in the league. He 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 was he was worse this year than the year before. Um, but I, I still like, or he was worse on defense than I guess I thought is a better way of putting that. Um, Zach Levine is obviously one of the better scorers in the NBA. Um, big ass shotgun. Um, Laurie Markkinen is also there. As for, what would yeah. even, what would that trade even be? It I don't would, know. They, who, who do you even have on a bad contract? I can't even think. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Chicago Bulls payroll. It would be Otto Porter. Damn, Otto oh, Porter yeah, gets you. That's 28, that's 28 million right there. Yeah, that's up. And they it's worth noting they have 106. So it will have to be Otto Porter and Thad Young. And actually, mm-hmm. you know what? Even though he's overpaid, if I'm OKC, I, I could be somewhat intrigued with Otto Porter. Um, in terms of what the young guy would be, it, I guess it wouldn't even have to be a young guy. Maybe it's just the fourth pick. And I'd I'd honestly probably move that forward, fourth pick for Chris Paul. Like I just feel like. The Bulls are in a situation where they want to win, and Chris Paul could be that guy. I do like, like I said, I like Laurie Mark, and I like Wendell Carter. Um, I really like Zach Levine. I like Sadoransky, and I like yeah, Kobe Sadoransky White. Nice. That's it. And da- Daniel Gafford's, um, he's cool, too. I only like Denzel Valentine just because he went to state. <laughs> yeah, he has a cool name. Um, 
his contract's up, they'll probably keep him. I mean, it won't be like it's not gonna cost anything, but um, I don't know. I remember there's a time Bulls fans thought like Chandler Hutchinson was the second coming of Jordan. I think it's fair to say that's not the case. Um, no. any other teams? Dallas would be interesting, but there's no there's no way you can even make that work. I mean, the contracts would fit up. You have to trade away like Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway. Maybe. Yeah, no. Like at a certain DeLong, point, right? At a certain again, like at a certain point, I would rather swing on one. Well, I I don't really call this swinging because he has no value, but Oladipo, but he has no value. Mm, yeah. Because like yeah. his value is shot. Like it'll take like you can get him for a late first and then like matching money. Like he's, I I'd imagine. And at that point, it's like. Would I rather just take the risk of keeping Oladipo and sure he leaves and I get nothing? I'm looking at this from Indiana's perspective. Or would I rather, you know what I mean? I would rather just keep Oladipo and take that risk than just, and who knows, maybe he's really good, than I would just yeah. trade him for, like, you know, nothing. Um, again, especially since he's on a one year. Like, you're not, you have a year, another year of him. Um, yeah, I mean, the Clippers, back to the Clippers would be cool if the money worked, but it doesn't. Miami, they're setting up to just go after guys in free agency. They wouldn't take on, they're not t- taking on money, period, especially this money. Um, at a certain point, I would rather just get Drew Holiday or Victor Oladipo or insert guy who gets made available, who's not who's not like DeMar DeRozan or something. So, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't, I personally don't see another team. Like Denver, no. I actually think him and Murray could play together, but there's no way. Cavaliers, no. Hornets, no. Brooklyn, no. Yeah, there's not another. There's not another team where Chris Paul fits. Um, but I guess my final, honestly, my final pick would be Phoenix. I think Phoenix has what it takes to make the move work. Whether it's you know one of those young guys, Bridges or Johnson, or it's Ubre or it's both or whatever, they can make the move work. Now what what Chris Paul's market is, I don't know because his market isn't equal to what he is as a player. You know what I mean? Like, his market factors in the injuries and age and contract. Yeah. And so th- that's that's really the interesting thing here. Because it's just him as a player. Everybody will be interested. But it's like he's been healthy. He had that one healthy. Sure, he was healthy this year. But can we bet on that being the norm? No. Um. So, yeah, those are all the teams that really, really could trade for Chris Paul. Uh, I don't think any other bad team would even consider it. I haven't seen anybody else. I would like to see him in Orlando as well, but that's not that's not going to happen. Um, I think the team that lands him is going to be the Bucks, just because I think they want to keep uh, Giannis satisfied to make him stay. I think the Bucks team who, who gets him will be one of the teams who go for Drew Holiday and doesn't get him. So, with the exclusion of, like, the Nets. So, if the Nets, Bucks, I'm trying to think, like, who will go after Drew? Suns maybe go after Drew. I feel like, you know, like, all those teams are going to go after Drew. And one of them who doesn't get him, because obviously only one team can get him, will go after him. I would, I think, for the Bucks' sake, I hope they just get Drew. Um, But, yeah, for the Bucks' sake, I hope they just get Drew. Um, I don't like the Bucks, but I, I think that's the best fit. And so, yeah, um, any last remarks here before I uh, end this little mini pod, first basketball pod? No, I think everything's good. I think we covered everything about Chris Paul. Yeah, man, we covered everything about Chris Paul. Um, Thank you for being here, Keenan. Glad to have you back. No problem. Yep. And, uh, yeah, you guys have a good day.